welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Well, uh, it looks a little different than it normally does. Normally I am teaching the Word of God, but I have somebody extra, somebody special here today, and that special person is a friend of mine. <laughs> His name is Steve Poston, and uh, we have been friends. We have been putting up with each other for almost 44 years. Welcome, Steve. Glad to have you on Thank the podcast. Thank you, Mike. Good to be with you. So, hey, um, uh, 44 years, that's a long time, but if I were to go back to August, September of, 1974. of uh, 1974, the story, our story begins there. Uh, where and how did we meet, brother? Well, we met at a little small college in Nashville, Tennessee called Free Will Baptist Bible College. And we were both... Uh, incoming freshmen. We had just both graduated from high school. Uh, where did you come from? I came from a little small town in South Carolina called Pamplico. Hey, that's, that's Population a... 1000. <laughs> I have a friend that lives in North Carolina. He said he came from a town population several. Um, <laughs> so you were beating him. You had a bigger right. town than he did. Uh, so when you came to, uh, to Free Will Baptist Bible College, um, it wasn't long until we met each other, and uh, we were both, uh, there was something called Rush Week, and uh, we were joining not sororities, but societies, and there were four different ones for the men and women, and uh, were we in the same one? I know I was in the better one, uh, Alpha Chi <laughs> Omega Society. Well, I'll tell them which one I was in, and they can make the decision for themselves. <laughs> Mine was the William Jennings Bryan Society. Mm -hmm. You know anything about that guy? Such a right. great guy, right? That's correct. So we did intramural sports and different things, and there was friendly rivalry there, and so that's how we got to know each other. But we were in the, in the freshman class together, and... Um, we didn't stay there. Neither one of us stayed there. Uh, we eventually transferred to another school, which is now Liberty University. Did we transfer together? Yeah, I think it was on the same year. I'm not sure. But I spotted you in the crowd as I was leaving Thomas Road Baptist Church. And I said, that looks like uh, Mike Hall up there. And went over, and sure enough, it was his family along with his brother-in-law. Uh, Steve Schoolcraft, and um, it was just by happenstance that we came across one another. And we, we reestablished our connection there uh, that uh, we had been apart for maybe a year or, or something like that. Uh, and neither one of us knew that the other one was transferring to Liberty, but it was a God thing. And I had a vision to come to Baltimore and start a church, and I shared that with you. and. Uh, uh, tell them a little bit about the rest of the story, how we came to be connected, what you did. Well, I, uh, before I went to Baltimore, I, I finished college and um, had a few months uh, where I went back to South Carolina waiting to return to Baltimore and ended up uh, uh, enlisting yep. in the United States Army yep. and got stationed right outside of Baltimore. Uh, at Fort Meade, Maryland, and uh, so I lived in Fort Meade for uh, the three years I was in the military, and uh, so that's how I commuted back and forth to Baltimore, which was about a 20-minute drive. 
It was, and, and you specifically did that so that you could help me, assist me in starting the church, and that's exactly what you did. But you didn't stay there the entire enlistment. Uh, you were led away and went down to a, somewhere in Washington, D.C., below Washington, D.C. Tell, tell us what happened there. Well, I ended up uh, running across uh, Pastor Steve Reynolds at a uh, meeting with Jerry Falwell in Washington, D.C. at a big conference he had. And uh, Steve invited me to come down and, and help him with the bus ministry and their, their ministry. And uh, he was starting a church as well. And so I ended up at Capitol Baptist Church in um, Annandale, Virginia. You know, I think the Lord wanted you there for more than just a bus ministry with Steve Reynolds, who happens to be an acquaintance, a friend of mine as well. Uh, something else happened while you were down there in, in that church. Oh yeah, we were. I was out on visitation, taking a group from uh, Liberty, a summer team. I uh, happened to be in Washington D.C., and they would come every Saturday uh, to our church, and I would take them around to pass out literature. And uh, uh, the first week when I went to meet them at uh, where we were we were going to meet at. Um, there was a young lady that uh, her car was there first, and um, and I was wondering who's that good-looking little girl over there. <laughs> so I went over to talk to her, and she happened to be waiting uh, for the group to arrive as well to see a friend of hers from college. So that's how uh, this young lady became my wife several years later. Well, not longer later. Not, not long well, after that. What's several years now? You got to dig down well, and think see, about this that. This is in 84. So it was uh, maybe a, it was a nine-month romance, and then we got married. And and the Lord had uh, called you somewhere beyond Washington D.C. And she she was bought into that call and became a part of that call. And uh, tell us tell us a little bit about that, Steve. Well, I had always told her that uh, if she if she dated me or married me, we were uh, Lord had called me to be a missionary. And uh, so that was my plan. So if she didn't want to, uh, to do that, then I wasn't the guy for her. And uh, she probably thought I was joking. And uh, she didn't uh, uh, excitingly go to Mexico, but she, uh, she grew to love Mexico. And uh, God worked in both of our lives, getting us there and through the process of raising funds. And uh, finally, after uh, um, language school, uh, we've spent the last 28 years in um, in the in Mexico City and Saltillo, Coahuila, Mexico. You know, um, I I was there in the process at some level, and I remember uh, when you were in deputation. And deputation, folks, just means that he was traveling around to different churches, he and his family, to raise the funds necessary, the the monthly support to be able to go. That's the way missionaries do it uh, in many cases. And that in itself is a pretty long, grueling process. It can be, I don't know, how long were you in deputation? Uh, we spent uh, around three years. Wow. Three years. I didn't realize it was that long. It can, it can be a year, two years, mm -hmm. in three years. Uh, and what you have to understand is, in a sense, a missionary puts their 
their call, their desire to be in that country that God's called them to, it kind of is put on hold for that period while they do what they've never possibly done before, try to raise funds. That's, that's a tough thing. And your family's on the road. If you have a family, and you did, right. you did, you had twin boys, and they were young. They were. And I started the, my, my first service. I actually took place. My wife was in the hospital. She had just delivered twin boys. Wow. So the, the very first weekend after they were born, I was at a church. And not long after that, the whole family traveled with me, which probably was a mistake. But uh, <laughs> you learn no. things over the years that, uh, that you could have done better. But uh, that was the case. Well, those those boys were were definitely rambunctious. They, you had three years of deputation. They were mm -hmm. rambunctious, and that was that was tough. It was hard yeah. on you. It was hard on Debbie. But you all uh, persisted through it, and God honored that. And that was, as you said, 28 years ago. You made it through. You made it through language school. Yeah. And uh, I got to stop here and just say, you know, you, you all hear him. He's from Pamplico, South Carolina. And you hear that South Carolina drawl. This old South Carolina boy learned Spanish. Si, sí, senor. <laughs> Senorita. <laughs> and you do it so very well. Um, and um, I, I want you to know, if God's calling you to something, right here is an example of if, if God's called you and you persist and you, you sacrifice and you do what it takes, God can use you. We're not talking about a rookie here. We're talking about somebody that after all that, three years of deputation, language school, learning another language, and uh, that's, that's not easy in itself. And then going there, uh, just t totally new, a rookie, and, and staying in another country and raising your family there and then seeing a ministry develop. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, Mike, let me tell you this also, that when I went to language school, I realized I had to relearn English in order to speak <laughs> Spanish. So you couldn't translate words like uh, used to could into Spanish. You used to be able to, or to be able to. Uh, used so. to could was I used to be able to. That's, that's, that's right. Southern, right? That's, used to could correct. is that. <laughs> yeah. So you had to learn, you had to relearn English too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I jokingly tell people, I wish I knew how to speak Spanish. I'd like to hear his South Carolina accent coming through in Spanish. And we were just with one of his friends this week uh, who does speak Spanish and who does know. And he confirmed with me, yes, there is a South Carolina drawl to that Spanish. <laughs> but in the middle of all of it, you started some churches. Just give me kind of a summary of, of that 28 years, Steve. Well, we started out in the, one of the largest cities in the world, in Mexico City, mm -hmm. uh, and um, uh, we helped, uh, went to work with a missionary friend of mine from Liberty, Ed Hoagland. We were hit with him for uh, several months before we got invited uh, by another missionary who needed the help uh, more readily and uh, worked with a guy named Mark Williams, and he gave me many opportunities to uh, uh, get get my, get our feet on the ground and learn the language and uh, to participate in the service and um, so that's how we started out and we uh, uh, left Mexico City after four years and went to Saltillo, uh, Coahuila, Mexico and there we uh, worked with an elderly missionary and start and helping start a church called uh, Iglesia Bautista Amistad, Amist uh, Friendship Baptist Church 
And then um, uh, we started uh, after that for six years. We went to uh, start another church ourselves, and where we were for 16 or 18 years, um, around 18 years, uh, called Capital Baptist Church. So that's uh, we just turned that over to a national pastor, and uh, the church is going great. And we were God give us many victories at that church and uh, so we, we're appreciative to him for that and and that that church is a it's a beautiful church beautiful building and and that Mexican pastor is just going on and doing a great job and that's that is a credit uh, obviously to Almighty God but Almighty God working in and through Stephen Debbie Poston and I, I might add um, as we are running out of time here Steve has a beautiful family, two, uh, the two uh, twin sons, both married with children and doing amazingly well. And their youngest is uh, Andrea, their daughter, who here in the States has, has worked her way up into a, man, a management position with a corporation that manages apartments. And she's doing very, very well. And they all love the Lord. And and so, uh, oh, what a legacy. Now, Steve, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, you've been in the States now for, what, a couple of years? Two, about almost two and a half years. And you came here for a couple of reasons, but one of the things is Debbie's health. She was having some health challenges, and we are able to address those. Mm -hmm. So now what? Now we are uh, heading back. God put us here for a purpose and uh, gave us opportunity to serve in a Hispanic ministry. And uh, but now it's time to go back to Mexico. We never lost that desire of Mexico and uh, plan to go back within the next three months, which will be around the end of September of this year. And and there you, God will open doors and right. and we'll hear more from you. I, you know, once you get there and get established, we'll come back and do another. Uh, we'll figure out a way to do another podcast and update people. But in the meantime, if you want more information about Steve, if you want to uh, pray for him and Debbie in the ministry, or even if you'd like to support them financially, we're going to put uh, a link in here uh, in the comments and you'll be able to, to uh, touch base with them or you can directly uh, contact message me and, and I'll help you to get in touch with them. Well Steve thank you for coming today. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh such a blessing. I appreciate your friendship. I love you and Debbie and, and your family. Thank you. Well folks until next time God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.